A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well... Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I, I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This, this is, is the, the game, game of roses. Welcome to the game, game of roses. roses. Can we get two hot cocos, please? Yeah. Thank you. That was the last time we had a hot cocoa. Yesterday? <laughs> no, really. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bucket Hat Bachelor Clues. If you're just listening to this, you're missing the video element of Pace Case and I. We're doing this podcast tonight in our Game of Roses bucket hats. We both had the same idea. 
Uh, yeah, we came into the Zoom not telling each other we were going to have on our Game of Roses bucket hats, and yet we did, because tonight in our beloved game, we, of course, saw Grazi and Kelsey A bucket hatting their day away. I just noticed yours is over your headphones. Has to be. <laughs> That's how I roll. If I'm going to wear a bucket hat, it's got to be big enough to accommodate the headphones. But right now, you can go to gameofroses.co slash shop and you can pick up a Game of Roses bucket hat to commemorate tonight's bucket hat play, which was in itself a commemoration of the first bucket hat play that we've ever seen in our beloved game. That was Ryan Sutter way back in Bachelorette Season 1, the Poet Laureate of Bachelor Nation. You can also pick up a brand new shirt that we have available in white and black 2020 gore. Celebrate this time, this year. Spring's coming. The sun is coming back. You got to get your hats on. I call it the Ides of Merch. Oh, nice. Ides of Merch is upon us. We know everybody out there has probably got some big finale viewing parties that you're going to head to. You still got time to get a gore Mm. bucket hat and to get your 2020 gore shirt. Roll into that viewing party. 33 taps. And just fucking just corner somebody. Full gore merch. Just fucking corner them. You don't know what this is, do you? Don't let her go. That's right. (laughs) You tell them how important this season is. You make them understand. It's all turning around. It's the renaissance of The Bachelor. It's the renaissance, you see? Yes. Oh my God, Clues. My scream this week is so good. You already got your damn scream. I don't have one yet. It's going to shock you. Well, actually, maybe that's too much. Other than I saw Joey Grazia Day in a bucket hat, that may be my scream. I, I thought I was almost like hallucinating, like time traveling back to season one of Bachelorette. I was like, what is going on? The snake is eating its tail and I love it. When he was in the hat? Yeah. They literally say the phrase bucket hats. We'll get to it. We'll get, to it. might as well just start this up. Yeah, let's go. Everyone, please, if you want a bucket hat and you want a shirt. This is not The Bachelor and I don't have to kiss your ass for a rose. Ooh, ooh, look, hats off. Literally, my bucket hat, I'm taking it off to Phaedra. I mean, is that the best line of all time? Best line? It's fucking insulting to our beloved game. And I get it. It's speech play. It's gameplay. We're talking about traitors right now. Phaedra goes head to head against Pilot Pete in the most recent episode. And she says to him, I don't, this isn't The Bachelor and I don't have to kiss your ass for Rose. She says that directly to him. This is a housewife. Iconic. Attacking a bachelor on the very premise of the show itself, saying your game is fake all that game is, is mm-hmm. people kissing your ass for a rose. Fuck you, I'm a housewife. I'm for real. Now, say what you will about the play. It was a, a bold play for sure. Will it work? We don't know. We're cliff hung until this Thursday night. Time will tell. But uh, I took offense to it, and I think Pilot Pete should have as well, and he kind of did, um, as you saw in that episode. I thought it was iconic, and... I'm not saying it wasn't. I don't think she watches The Bachelor. No one on that show does. That's why they're getting fucking wrecked by Pilot Pete. (laughs) Everybody's just like, yeah, he's just some bachelor. And he's like, no, motherfuckers. Pilot Pete is doing so well. Yeah. It's incredible to watch. I love it. I agree. Also, the I got to the part where they did the bicep curl. Oh, my God. The person who produces Traders doesn't watch The Bachelor. Doesn't? The bicep curl? 100% does. That was them saying like every season of The Bachelor has The Bachelor with their shirt off. No one else in Traders this season has had their fucking shirt off. They just got a shot of Pilot Pete working out in front of a mirror supposedly before he goes to bed that they don't live in the castle. They live in a fucking hotel and they bring them in to shoot scenes. 
They they had him do that. They said, go stand in front of that mirror <laughs> and lift your weights. In my mind, they live in the castle. I don't care what you say. They don't. That show's very highly produced uh, very well, though. Very Produced very well. Anyway. Anyway, this is not The Bachelor. We're not here to talk about traitors. No, we are here to talk about week six, episode seven, the last game of the regular season. Tonight, we determine who <laughs> are the players that are going to be entering playoffs of one of the greatest Bachelor seasons that has ever existed, in my opinion. I don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs and beyond, but already we're, we're looking at a season that is going to be up there in the record books forever. Up there in the record books. I'm looking at one of the strongest top six of all time. Absolutely. I, I, I did not know who was going home. This was very stressful. <laughs> yeah, it was edited well, presented well. Usually it's pretty clear. Um, well, let's begin at Pace Case. Let's dive right in. And now, Pace Case and Bachelor Clues proudly present analysis of play in this week of our beloved game. This is Game of Roses. We begin, as we have begun every episode this season, with a little glimpse at a scene that's going to happen a little bit later. None of this tonight on The Bachelor. That's gone. Those days are over, and I'm glad to see them gone. We've moved on. Goodbye. Buried in the ground. We've evolved. Thank you, producers. Uh, This is a brilliant way to open every episode. I hope you keep doing it for every season upcoming. We see here in our intro... It's the the scene with Maria telling Joey that she wants him to experience every woman and really get the most out of this experience. But now she's about to take him to meet her family and it's gotten the best of her. She doesn't know if she can do this anymore. She's playing a make me stay. And then, boom, we're into the show. We have to keep watching to see if it works. Um, it stressed me out so much. I was like, why are you doing this, Maria? Why are you playing a make me stay? I don't mind a make me stay. A good make me stay is a fucking high level good ass play that can get you a lot of benefit. This was not a good make me stay. But we didn't know that from this. From that promo, we didn't know. It was like seeing you with these other women. I don't know if I can handle it. That's just a generic make me stay. I don't know the specifics of it yet. We have to wait until later when we actually see her do it to know she doesn't know how to do it. I believe the hype. (laughs) I thought there might be a self-elimination. Yeah. I didn't think that that was going to happen. I Look, I was stressed. we'll get to it, but she's trying to make a fucking crown run and she she fucked it up a little bit, in my opinion. Anyway, we begin uh, portion one here. It's day, snow covered mountains, clear waters, trees, a flock of geese, bears, deer, three immediate do, 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 creature, creature, creature. This was the biggest creature episode. Two bears are strutting their stuff across the beautiful mountainside of Jasper, Alberta, Canada, and these bears were my... (laughs) Creature of the week. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. A bear is... I mean, that's a national treasure. Of a creature. Cousin of the dog. Cousin of the dog? So they say. Okay. Well, I mean, you don't see a bear very often. And the thought that they're seeing bears on group dates, that's awesome. Yeah. The fact that I thought maybe they were going to have someone dressed up as a bear to scare someone. (laughs) Allah. Yeah. That's labor of love. Now we're doing some deep cut shit. Jesus Christ. Allah, labor of love. Sorry, I'm talking about labor of love again. Yeah. Um. I love bears and... Yeah, they can be cute. They can be deadly, just like Maria. These ones were amazing and they made a comeback. I love these bears. I love these flock of geese. I love the deer. We got cre- so many creatures this episode. It was a plethora of creatures, uh, an embarrassment of riches in terms of the creature play, but they were not my creature of the week. 
a motorcycle. We there then hear revving up. It prelapsed this shot of deers, and we see Grazzi riding his dirt bike across a bridge. I don't know if it's a dirt bike. It's probably not. But we see him riding it over a bridge, down a road as he ITMs. We are in Jasper National Park in Alberta, Canada. We see the map graphic. It's beautiful, unreal, the prettiest place he's ever been. Your jaw drops. He ITMs that it was heartbreaking to see Lexi self-eliminate last week and his biggest fear came true that the women are not reciprocating his feelings. This week is about seeing a future and being honest about seeing these women as his wife. The players then arrive in two SUVs. Maria points out some elk and these elk that got Maria's attention and called out on screen were not my creature of the week. Joey ITMs that all six women. Okay, now I know which one is yours. I mean, I had a flash. I thought it was obvious. I thought it was obvious. <laughs> You'll get to it. Joey ITMs that all six women are unbelievable and he hopes to start to fall in love with them. Loaded love level three, generic target. The women come into the cabin and begin I loving, I love Clevelanding all over the place. Uh, they, I love Cleveland, the atmosphere, they jump on the beds, Daisy gets an ITM, Kelsey T gets an ITM about how great this place is. They see a rainbow. Uh, they, I love Cleveland off the deck. Jen ITMs that you can't be sad here. It's a romantic little place. She wants to get naked and cuddle in the woods. She's going all out in her ITMs. I see you, Jen. I see you. Oh my God. I love it. Me too. I mean, she's, her ITMs aren't ever just the generic thing. Mm -hmm. She is going for it. She is. uh, Jen, I was so sad to see you go in this episode because I, I honestly think she's in crown contention. Yeah. I don't know if she's getting that edit, but I think she has the ability and she looks like a Disney princess. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm just saying. About crown contention. I think where we are in our beloved game. I mean, I don't think they're giving it to her. They they showed her tripping this episode. I There are so many full edits just being passed around here in this episode, but I think based on what is happening with Joey Grazzi, Right now, mm-hmm. this it's a resurgence in ratings. This is the most successful season of Bachelor they've had in a long time. He was the runner up. He got decimated at the final altar. I think they're looking for that again. I think whoever your runner up is this season is probably going to be your Bachelorette. That's just my two cents on it. Victimization. But nonetheless. No, I think you're probably right. God, who is it? Well, I don't know. Kelsey or Daisy? I think it's Kelsey or Daisy, yeah. Uh, we cut to a fuck, maybe Kelsey. I don't know. Either one of them would be great. Any of these players would be great fucking bachelorettes. We cut to a tennis racket. Uh, Jasper may be a natural paradise, but they still have tennis courts, which means Grazi and DLP will be broing the fuck out on clay. And we see them playing tennis against each other. I love this. We see them playing tennis with each other all across the world in this uh, season. Over and over. It's fantastic. And it's, you know what it feels like? Hmm. Did you watch Lost? Oh, yes. It feels like what Lost did, what I think was based on some earlier thing of like an angel and demon like playing chess on a beach or something. Do you remember this? Oh, they were playing like stones or some shit. Jacob and whoever. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it was. Jacob and someone on Lost, but just like this kind of like check in with this romance i love it i do too and they're both athletes that's the best part of it it's not just two average people out there trying to play tennis it's a professional football player and a tennis pro uh in the prime of his life so it's like it's fun to watch and you believe that they're actually kind of competing a little bit you know it's it's fun it's jocular don't get me wrong sure they're competing um 
Also, they should have waited a little bit longer to have them do this emotional check-in because they seemed a little out of breath. <laughs> well, DLP did. I don't know about Joey. But DLP's hey. about my age, a little bit younger, a couple years younger, and I got to say. DLP is timeless. Once you pass a certain threshold, <clears throat> you can't go back. You can never know how old he is. <laughs> I know exactly how old he is. 44, they keep telling me. Um, <laughs> then DLP unveils it. He calls it my special Canadian drop shot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, DLP, you're my special Canadian drop shot. Oh, shit. Didn't it seem like a fun little... I, lo- I wrote a note down. He unveils his special Canadian drop shot, then asks Grazi how he's feeling. Grazi is excited, mm-hmm. but his uh, but this week is purposeful. He's not taking hometowns lightly. He can see it with all the remaining players. It's a question of which connection is stronger. In the cabin, Daisy tells the other players she needs a one-on-one to feel confident about these hometowns. Jen needs it too. Back on the courts, Grazi tells DLP that he believes the women are there for him. DLP brings up his biggest fear, but thinks he's handling mm-hmm. it well. Grazi says... He will have highs and lows, but he's focused on the bigger picture. Back at the cabin, Maria says she needs the one-on-one, but she's respectful of the other players who haven't had a one-on-one in a while. She's very sure there to not fucking step mm-hmm. on any second audience toes. So you see that she's aware of a past mistake she's here. maybe learning, yeah. <laughs> exactly, and she's not going to repeat it. She's like, of course I want a one-on-one, but I just had one. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you could have one. <laughs> I'm sad I didn't get it, but I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> like catching herself each yeah. time. Uh, we see Kelsey T is the postman reading out the dates, and the first one on one goes to Daisy. It is horse riding, but it's it says let's ride off into the sunset together. And immediately, I don't know who it was, but somebody acknowledges it's horseback riding. They know the ga- this is open gameplay speech, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Knowing what it is just from the the text on the card is you understand. There's a horse riding date. In this system. Well, they always try to solve it like a riddle now. Yeah. But it's not even solving like a riddle at this point. That used that was the old game. Now they just fucking know it cold. There's no fooling these players. They're like, oh, that's mm. horseback riding. Oh, you're getting the pretty woman. Oh, you're getting the whatever. I think they should go subtler. Subtler and weirder. <laughs> there should be three cards that come in and their clues that lead to the next card and see if you could piece it. First one to figure out the clue gets the date. I mean, I would love that. First yeah. person to get there. Goes on the date. Mix some traitor shit into it. Um, Jen produces tears almost immediately, upset that she's not getting the one-on-one because her first one-on-one was a long time ago. And Maria is the STCO for her as she tears into the next portion. Mm, mm, we mm. see beautiful Jasper. <laughs> Two beautiful bears appear again. My same creature. Yeah. And a duck. <laughs> It's almost every one of these portions is opening with multiple fucking creatures just living. I mean, we got to go to Jasper. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I think I'm more of a Maria, shall we say? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, ain't, I don't even like glamping. You know what I mean? Full body swimsuit. <laughs> I am not going outside like if a- I can help it ever during the day. And I'm definitely not just walking around in the forest. That does not sound... Steve Jobs' sun shirt she was wearing. Yeah. That would be me 100%. I would be wearing just a fucking inch thick of sunscreen on every part of my body that wasn't covered with cloth, which would only probably be my eyes because I would be wearing a full like ninja outfit. I really hope we get AI good enough that I can see you play. Lizzie? Something. I I will promise you this. I'm promising you this. 
within two years. Don't break it. I can't promise you this, but I'm like 99%. Within two years, you and I will be able to make seasons of Bachelor and Bachelorette starring us. We will be able to do that. And we're going to. I'm going to. Okay? I'm going to do it. Um, You're going to do it? Absolutely. I'm going to make so much stuff. It's going to be a very fun time for me. The next I'm so excited. rest of my life. <laughs> I, I'll never forget the dream you told me that you were on Bachelor in Paradise mm. where you were like putting on a backpack and jumping out of a plane. I yeah. Like, Damn. I wish we were going to see that. Oh, we're gonna. Arrest the seward. Drone shots of Jasper here. 2020 Gore 5. Mm, it's going to be sooner than that. I think we're going to be seeing something along those lines within about a year and a half. The first Gorder of the 21st century. No, right. we'll work on it. Okay. Joey ITMs. <laughs> He's excited. He's enjoyed his time with Daisy. He says she was the first one-on-one -on -one and that connection has been there the entire time. He feels like he's falling for her. That's a loaded love level three, but she hasn't used the sacred words on him yet. He has to feel that she's there with him, AKA he needs to hear the sacred word. He wants to make sure they're both on the same page because he can see it. He wants to meet her family. He's hopeful, but he doesn't know. And then we get the one-on-one A here. Horses hot tub, private hockey arena. They all uh, or sorry, they're put on opposite ends of this long fence, tall grass. It's shot for a hooju. This is a fucking hooju setup and no hooju. I both think you're being targeted by the lack of hoojus and praised with the bucket hat. Listen, <laughs> this is this is what I'm hoping, okay? This is what I'm hoping. Your bucket's a sconce. <laughs> I'm hoping the producers are trying to elevate the hooju. The, I, look, I, I love seeing as many hoojus as possible because I like seeing people compete in it. It's only in hometowns. I think we're only going to see it in hometowns. We saw one other one this season and it was cut out almost. Like the way it was presented, you didn't see much of it. My you know what I mean? mouth is agape. I think yeah. you're absolutely right. I, I hope so. If they're not doing it this season, they should do it next season. Only people who make it to playoffs get to hooju. Yes, because then it's a whole other thing like, oh, fuck. Now we get to see them hooju and compare all that. It's just here's why the hooju works. Okay, I know it's kind of jokey and ha 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 ha. Here's why it really is a good thing to have in the show. Uh -huh. I've given this some thought. I'll just simply say that. <laughs> it's so fucking fun. The hooju is so fucking fun to watch. We know it's goofy. Uh -huh. We know you're making them do it. And it's fucking fun. I love it. It makes me happy. It's the ultimate equalizer. It's like you may all be having different relationships and at different levels and stuff, but at this level, you all have to do this one thing the exact same and we get to see who did it best. It's it's simply that. Yeah. It's just a fun little thing. And um It's so fun. Yes, if you present it properly. That's just lore. It's just fantastic. It's it doesn't cheapen the the um experiment. You know, we're getting into this era with Bachelor right now that is really a lot like pro wrestling. There's an acknowledgement that like some of the shit is fake. The producers are saying we write lines for him. That's in the show now. Mm -hmm. Um they're they're giving you some peek behind the curtain that like not all of this is real. We are making a fun TV show here. The Huju can be part of that and not go so far that it blows 4TR out of the water. The Huju is is a thing that it's like we know you make them do this and they don't want to do it. Make them want to do it. Make it a fun thing that they're enthusiastic mm -hmm. about. 
It'll make the show a million times better. Not a million, but like... Give them trampolines. It's just a little moment that you look forward to, you know? It's like a highlight that you know is going to be coming. And uh, I just hope that you you don't do away with it entirely. I hope we are about to see it. And if not this season, bring it back for next season. I'm telling you, it's a good thing to have. What's the thing that you jump on to get onto a pommel horse? What's a pommel horse? Oh, in the Olympics? I thought literally <laughs> yeah. you were talking about some kind of actual horse. Uh, trampoline, springboard, I don't know, something like that. They should, they should give them those. Depending on how tall your anchor is on a Matt James season, I think. You know what though? No, because what what Serena Pitt did on twenty five. Oh my God! Do it over water. Put Joey up on a little tower in the water. Yeah. Put them on one of those springboards. Mm. Springboard up to him, and if you miss, you fall in the water. I mean, that may be taking it too far, but disagree. Um, I simply missed the Huju this season. It's been a Huju-less season, basically. Nonetheless, uh, she does I get a kiss know. here, and Joey says he has That's a... Scraps. Group date scraps. <laughs> <laughs> Joey says he has a fun day plan of scenery and trails. Daisy ITMs that the second one-on-one before the playoffs is the best possible case scenario. Of course it is. They encounter some horses. Grazi explains he has never ridden a horse before. Daisy has a few times, and we are introduced to Ellie and Thunder. I love that Joey lived in Hawaii and never rode a horse. It seems impossible. And these <laughs> equine chariots were my... <laughs> creature of the week. We all know the rich... History of uh, horses. Wait, this is not what I thought you were going to do. Oh, wow. Interesting. I love the horse. I, I don't know what to tell you. I got craved for the horse. Well, you always pick the horse. So at first I thought that's what you were going to do, but then you got a look in your eye mm -hmm. that made me think you were going to choose another creature, which comes up. But What do you think? Okay, when it comes up, we'll let me know. No, I'll yeah. always choose the horse because of my crave level for the horse. Ellie or Thunder? Ooh, he had Ellie. She had Thunder. I'll give it to Ellie. Because that's a bigger task to do. This is a bachelor who's never ridden a horse. Don't make him look like a fool. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Don't ruin the show. Don't paralyze Joey. Don't make him look like a fool. Not in the last game of the regular season. Do not do it, Ellie. And she did not. She delivered. She delivered a regal bachelor almost. She delivered a confident bachelor. She delivered a bachelor who's looking for answers from Daisy, which is what he tries to get. And he kept talking to her. Yeah. Yes, girl. Yes, Ellie. Absolutely. Uh, she developed a great relationship with him. Thank you. Hats off. Bucket hats off to you, Ellie, <laughs> on your creature of the week. We then see uh, when Daisy gets on her horse, she's wearing Joey's jacket now. <gasps> we didn't see him give it to her, but she's wearing it. That's a gentleman. He gentlemaned off camera? Gentlemaned off camera. Are we giving it in the grid? No. I mean, she's wearing his document. jacket. She's wearing his jacket. Didn't make the document, though. I don't know. I don't know how to score that what, one. Evidence of a kiss is now a kiss. What's evidence of a kiss? Lipstick on Joey's lips. I would say no, because you don't know. That could have been producers putting lipstick on his lips. Here, though, he's not wearing a jacket and she is. Okay. I'm, I'm putting it in. Okay. She got it. I think he deserves it. People might. I don't know how people are going to feel about this ruling. I think he deserves it. Am I crazy in saying that? Hey, uh, he did it. I mean, he. we know he did it. Yeah, I didn't notice it, but. And there's so far isn't like, there's not a value scale. It's an either or statistic. 
He did or he did not. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think he did it. I don't know. They put romantic music. I know at one point the credit or the caption said hopeful music. <laughs> and you know, I tried to find the song too as they're cresting the hill and that song is coming up with the lyrics. I typed in all these fucking lyrics in a row, even put the <laughs> captions on into Google. Nothing. It gave me no song. Is this an original piece of music for The Bachelor? I think you got to put it into one of those apps that can Tried read it. the music. It didn't C- work. Never came up with anything. Oh my gosh. I know. It was Jed Wyatt. They don't want to say. <laughs> it was Jed Wyatt using an AI voice to sound like. Jed's paying them to put it in yeah. now, but they don't want to highlight it. But that should be something. Get Jed Wyatt to executive produce the show. And all music is original Jed Wyatt music created per episode. I mean, I'm watching that show. Hey, you said in two years I can get that. Yeah, that's that's roughly accurate. We don't really see them talk when they're on the horses, but it's shot so nicely. Oh, it's beautiful. We see this date all the time, but it... Not like this. They made sure that it's at the right time of day. It's like literally... There is a shot in this that has this beautiful lens flare that just starts as like a point in the top of the frame. And then it slowly cascades into a chandelier of these glowing orbs. Uh, just beautiful. This is the stuff of movies. And I'm like, yes, I'm watching Cinderella. that. I was like, is that real? Did that lens flare really happen? Or is that digital? Either way, the mm. thought, whether it was the camera operator getting that shot or it was somebody in post putting in the lens flare. It's like they're thinking about this shit. They're thinking about the presentation of it. It's not just pointing a camera at something and like shooting it. They're trying to make it look good. And they're succeeding in my opinion. In my opinion as well. They get to our hot tub. A very common post mm. horseback riding or post athletic activity date. And... They separate to change. Did you notice the hot tub? What? It's that little wood panel hot tub with a little metal pipe. Yeah, it's a little round. We've seen it in JoJo JoJo's season. I think she was in it with Luke Pell. We saw it with Matt James. I forget who he was in it with, and I think we've seen it a couple other times. You think it's just like a bundle of sticks that they carry around everywhere? I think it's some kind of portable hot tub that is like easy to buy wherever they are or something. I can't imagine they're traveling with this thing. No. But maybe they are. You gotta, I don't know. gotta find out though. I'm so <laughs> That exact same model of hot tub is used on every one of their uh, hot tub outside dates. I feel like it's slightly different. Sometimes it's just like a tin can looking thing. Sometimes it's got wood panels on the side. No, it's always got those wood panels in the tin can. There was one that was at like a NASCAR place that was just metal. Oh, they fucked them over. They put him in an oil drone, <laughs> basically. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, "Get in this fucking horse trough." Yeah, it's clean. It's clean. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. Uh, anyways, they have used it before, but yes, they get here into the hot tub, and as they hitch their horses to a post, which looks like it has been recently put there, that looked like producers put a post in the ground for those horses, in my opinion. Uh, this could be conspiracy town. It could also be minutia alarm. The minutia <laughs> alarm is now going off in conspiracy town. <laughs> it's so hard to call minutia when you're wearing oh a bucket God. hat because everything ah. that you're saying just 
it seems so unhinged, even more so. No, it seems so true with the power of the bucket hat. It seems so true. Just like Ryan Sutter taught us in season one of Bachelorette. When you are wearing... It gives you a sense of authority. Yes, a bucket hat. Anything you say is just, uh, it's perfect and beautiful. Poetry. It's poetry. Anyway, they're talking for TRR stuff in the hot tub and talking about, you know, she's looking for unconditional love, try anything to make it work, just like her parents, and they make out. She loads love level one for Joey. Mm, mm. Mm. I really thought that this whole thing was not going to work. I was very surprised by it. Mm. Interesting. Uh, he, We hit his fear of it not reciprocating again. Portion three we get a Golden Bachelorette casting card. Let's go. Mm-hmm. That was the first one we've seen, right? I think so. I don't know. I think so, too. I can't remember Bachelorette specifically, but yeah, I was very excited by it. And we get a casting card that says, it's the call of the wild, eh? DLP saying. And I was like, that could be the Blake Moines tagline. <laughs> yes, exactly. He was very Canadian out in this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, portion three starts up. We get some night elk. The women are in the hotel. Marie is discussing wanting more time because playoffs are coming. Jen says it would make or break things for her. That's correct. She's I she ITM's uh, definitely needing a one on one to have more time together, and it's going to hurt if she doesn't get that final one on one. We get the knock knock. It's another group date card, and uh, it's a group date. Let's take our love to the great outdoors. <laughs> Kelsey T, Maria, uh, Rachel, and brrr, Jen. Meaning Kelsey A gets the final one-on-one. Jen is immediately enraged. <laughs> oh, Kelsey's face play during this moment was gorgeous. Uh, there were a lot of good face plays going on. This this had, look, none of these were my face play of the game, but it had a lot of good uh, like subtle smoldering face plays people being mm. mad or like hurt immediately um like in this one when daisy told him yeah i uh can't quite get there yet his face play during it intense we'll get to it um really yeah uh jen produces tears and she says that she's disappointed that their relationship's not cutting it we see um they show Jen tripping when she walks off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. She's not getting bachelorette uh, here. And we see a deer crosses the street. We're at Papa George's restaurant for Daisy's night portion. <laughs> she tells Joey she's a storm girl. Um, I'm not. <laughs> and she says that she's. Did you rewind storm girl? Did I rewind storm girl? What do you mean? Yeah. Did you rewatch it? No. For pleasure. Just me. What? Uh, <laughs> I thought that line. Wait, is that a title of something? No, I just thought it was so funny that she's like, oh, a storm's coming. I like storms. I'm a storm girl. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'm a storm girl is so funny, too. I feel like that would be a good episode title. It was, And just those little things, like, I also think that they wouldn't cut that in in a prior season. These fun little things of, like, who the people are. She's a storm girl. They would not have included that in a prior season. Storm girl would have been cutting room floor and we would have gotten a tag of them Mm. doing something completely stupid or getting scared by a bug. I think these little (laughs) things that are like funny and kind of cute about each of them, 
They keep them in and we just have such a clearer pick. Like that storm girl thing to me was like, I didn't see that coming from Daisy. It showed like a weird little side of her. Like she's kind of a funny person, you know, in like a weird way. Um, I just loved it. She basically says she's not love level four with Joey, but, uh, and she's not going to tell him she's love level four um, just to get a rose. Mm-hmm. And for TRR, we see that basically he says, I love the hot tub convo. What are you thinking? How are you feeling? Mm. Um, and she basically says, Meeting my family is so important because it links back to my PTC. Yeah. And she love level twos him here and goes, it's important that the person that I want to be forever with, that they interact with the people that I love, that really matters to me. And this love level two into the medical PTC as a reason for her walls was my play, 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 play of the game. She then says her family like helped her out during it. So she essentially says, I'm withholding love level three until I get the blessing Mm -hmm. from the family. Yeah. Which if you are Daisy and you know you're a front runner, you can do this and then you can hold, Mm -hmm. you can do love level three and four in the playoffs. Yeah. She has withheld her love level longer, I think, than any other player, right? Everybody else is at three, I think. Um, brilliantly done. I, I hold nothing against this play. It simply wasn't my play of the game. I thought there was a, how do we say a better, um, recalling of the PTC to have contemporary meaning in the game again. And something happens at the end of that play that, uh, was fantastic in my opinion. We'll get to it. But she basically says if she's honest, she really likes him, but she's not there yet. Grazie, the ITMs that the conversation was honest and he wants her to be honest with him. He needs to feel... I think Rachel might only be at love level one. Oh, really? She's loaded love level two. Damn. I wonder if she said it and they've cut it. Interesting. She's just playing like a hardcore confidence game though. Like, I'm here. Fuck it. You're mine. This is how we're going to do it. Well, we'll see what happens. But Grazi here ITMs that he needs to feel the confidence in her before he meets her family. He's scared of a bad hometown with someone who is not at love level four. He thanks her for the honesty and asks her if she still wants him to meet her family, even though she's not level four. She brings it back to the time she was losing her hearing, replays that PTC like Pace Case just said. And then she ITMs Mm -hmm. uh, that it was a hard conversation. Oh, no, sorry. Grazi then says, I get it. And if it's uh, your family in the end, I'm accepting all sides of you i know your issues could come back but he doesn't want her to doubt that he can be that person fully if it's him and her in the end so he handles it perfectly here as we would expect from this amazing bachelor and um she itms that it was a hard conversation and she could sense his nervousness and fear but all she can do is be honest and if she gets hurt she gets hurt she ain't gonna get hurt Grazi picks up that one-on-one rose and he says, <laughs> today was amazing. Had a lot of expectations about getting on the same page. He doesn't take playoffs lightly. He approaches her uh, honesty and realness and he, he's not scared of her late season love level one here. And he says he <laughs> wants to meet her family. She gets that rose. She gets that kiss. She says, I'm literally crying. And they're going to Minnesota. But I don't see tears. Mm, 
I play. I count it tears. She goes, I'm literally crying. Count, you can count it as, as you please. It's a tear play, no doubt. But it's like a imaginary tear play. She's just telling him I'm crying. She's telling us she's crying. I'm playing tears here, but there were no tears. Did you slow it down? How do you know? Because she was just kind of going, oh, I'm literally crying. She said it out loud. You don't usually have to say it out loud. If you got a good tear play game, we'll know you're crying. We'll know. You don't have to say it. She's withholding her real tears for after the blessing. I don't know. I think she's a hardcore player. <laughs> Grazi then IDMs that he sees something in her and he has to go with his gut. He sees a future and wants to build that connection. He can, But he's uh, he can see them having a beautiful life together and he'd be lucky to be with her, he says. He takes her onto a empty hockey rink and they skate around and play some hockey and then they get too worked up and they drop their hockey sticks and make out in front of a goal and Daisy ITM's a loaded love level three. I'm falling. I think it's happening. Portion four. Day late. Clouds, mountains. Jen. It's happening. It's happening. I think it's happening. Yeah. It's and like, you could just see the producer. First time you did drugs. Yeah. They've been there for. <laughs> see exactly what it is. First time you smoke weed, you're like, I think I'm high. Am I high? I think I'm high. Uh, yeah. This is happening. Is it? She loaded it here. I mean, I'm sure this is just a producer being like, just say that you're starting to fall. It's okay. So she does. She she appeases. That's a good bachelorette crown play. Good third audience bachelorette crown play. Give them what they need here. We then see the uh, group date the next day. It's Jen, Maria, Rachel, Kelsey T. They round a corner. They see Grazi standing outside by a barn. The ITMs, this is the last group date of the regular season. He's got real relationships with them all and he can meet all their families. Jen breaks out ahead of the pack. <laughs> Oh, shit. Is she mm. going to do it? She's going straight to him with a mild jog. No, nothing. Just a hug. Just a fucking hug. But she won the race. She did. Which Hats off to her for that. Bucket hats off to her for that. You know, that's points. Grazi then IGMs a lot being on the line. It's going to be the toughest group date, even though it's the smallest in number. Everybody says they love Jasper, Jen ITMs, that it was hard not getting that one-on-one, but she hopes these natural environs will calm her down. Kelsey T ITMs having her boots, hats, and jacket, and this city slicker is ready, she says. A great, colorful narrator here. They oh, round a corner and uh, amazing meet a woman violently, <laughs> I wrote. They round a corner and meet a woman violently chopping the shit out of a log who Grazi introduces as a certified badass. She is named Anita Jazowski. She's going to be teaching them the fine art of lumberjilling. And Anita was my. Jorge, 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 Jorge Moreno, bystander of the week. Anita was also instantly my. Jorge, 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 Jorge Moreno, bystander of the week. I loved this. She's so strong. And what a fun group date. Kind of reminded me of a little something. Absolutely. A little something from the mm. past. Well, it turns out to be an obstacle course. <clears throat> the first obstacle course appeared in our beloved game in episode four of a little season we like to call 17. That's Goldini, Sean Lowe from The Source, The Golden Child, The Golden One. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. This is not a Wendy's moment. This is the first obstacle course ever? Uh, in season 17 was. Hmm. What do you got? Do you have an earlier one? 
Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh. I know we put it in the book. That, to me, is the first one. I'm pretty sure that that was the first obstacle course. And that obstacle course had a lot of similar elements here. We get, uh, of course, the sawing, the chopping. It's it's an outdoorsy date. And it, of course, Mm. ends with drinking milk, as did season 17's, uh, which gave us Desiree Hartsuck chugging warm goat milk uh, less than 10 seconds from the teat of a goat that she herself milked. Um, and we see that exact same thing playing out here. Now, before we get into who wins and all of this. They didn't have to milk anyone. Uh, they didn't have to milk anyone, but the milk did look a little thicker this time around. But mm. I will simply say this. This, to me, is the exact correct way to invoke the spirit of Goldini without having Goldini sitting in a chair watching your bachelor eat or eating a turkey sandwich while the bachelor's showering. Um, this uh. is the legacy of it it's baked in if you watch this show in season 17 if you're a lifelong fan of this show that shit hits you deep it's in yes. there you don't even maybe know what's happening but you're like oh fuck i mean i it's hard for me to know what a regular fan would think yeah <laughs> or not same <laughs> or if it's just you and me who, where this would evoke goldini but um i love to see it and rachel chugging this elk milk produced uh, what looked like kind of a white handlebar mustache. Mm -hmm. And this was my face play of the game. Mm, Yes, it was a good face play. There you go. It looks like um, Guy Fieri's mustache. (laughs) It truly does. It's a very funny looking image. I made note of it too. And the play that she made right after it. I'm a sucker for uh, shit all over someone's face. As am I. <laughs> um, and then immediately after she chugged it and she turned back around, she like was gagging and he's like, how was that? And she goes, mm. good. Perfectly played for comedy. Uh, an mm-hmm. extremely high level player here who knows exactly what to do. But uh, the big story of this group date was that Maria is not good at any of these things. And mm-hmm. seems to be getting kind of pissed during it and correctly states this is a bad final group date. You get no time to talk to any of these players. Playing kind of a princess play here. Yeah, a little bit of a princess play for sure. Um, can't roll the logs. Uh, doesn't win anything. I can't shovel poop. Yeah. Um, but the end of this is uh, Kelsey T flying through the course. She wins the Lumberjill trophy and Joey is doing this ITM uh after she wins, saying like, oh, it's been such a fun day. And Jen fucking comes in, heat-seeking missile. And does, we don't have a name for this play, but we have seen this before, where a player will interrupt, or the bachelor or bachelorette will interrupt an ITM of somebody else to give them a kiss, to do something funny or cute. Um, And it's a rare play, for sure, but it has Mm -hmm. happened before. I have no specific examples, but I know it's happened. And um, this is something that is done by producers. I think they're... I want to say Matt James season, someone did this. Yeah. Um, or maybe it was just the public makeout of it. But doing that when it's not part of the competition, mm-hmm. like longest kiss or like I play or like mm-hmm. a theater scene, it definitely takes it up another level. You are, you're going to get a big target on your back. And um, this is a producer play. They send you in to do this it kind of villainizes jen yeah and so she was like well fuck it i gotta do what i gotta do because they i'm sure they said mm-hmm. well if you say no somebody else will do it and you're like oh fuck yeah. i don't want to have somebody else get a kiss with him 
this part felt like Jen was like Genevieve Parisi or something, just like a yeah. utility player. Like, all right, yeah, I'll do it. She's down. But like that's at this point in the game, like the third audience play becomes very tricky. If you're not already in the finals, like that's predetermined way in the beginning of the season, who the two finalists will likely be. So you're fighting for like third and fourth place, really, just to get into the playoffs, to get one more round, a hometown, a fantasy suite. And maybe you could turn that into a crown for sure. The odds go up the closer you get to third mm -hmm. place still. So um, you're kind of fucked. You're kind of like, well, shit, they want me to do this thing. I want to be the bachelorette. I got to show them that I'll fucking kind of do some shit that they'll tell me to do. I don't, I bet a lot of people do stuff like this and yeah, we just don't see it because they just, I agree. They don't want um, Jen to be the bachelorette, I guess. Game of Roses is sponsored by BetterHelp. Clues, uh, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And if you keep them all bottled up, it can affect you negatively. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You might be taking care of your physical body, but are you taking care of that beautiful mind, Clues? Yes. I have benefited from therapy greatly in the past. Uh, it has helped me get through stressful experiences, manage boundaries, learn coping skills, you know, the... The whole premise of life is is kind of a, a, it's a lot to undertake and therapy can help with that. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire. Then you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. Clues, mm -hmm. I've been on a mission. I'm trying to find Ooh. the perfect t-shirt. Yeah. Um, because it's spring. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to peacock. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims. From cropped silhouettes to long-sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in onyx. That's kind of a dark black color and the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in kyanite which is kind of like a blue green and they're both so comfortable it's basically like you are wearing no nothing great for free spirit types well for all the free spirits out there right now you can shop the skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes xxs through 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know we sent you after you place your order select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows again that's skims clues it is springtime it is the off season it mm. is gore girl summer the weather's getting warmer thank true. dark lord palmer and it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and cowls, and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, get those staple pieces, and I found Quince 
Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces keeping me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I got the cotton modal scoop neck tee. It is so cute. It is literally the first thing I reach for in my dresser when all my clothes are washed. You know those special items. If you are not like clues who only wears one outfit. I'm Quince head to toe at this point. I'm a Quince boy. <gasps> I'm a source boy, Quince boy. Let's you got no go. idea. I'm wearing Quince t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince long sleeve t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince sweaters, Quince pants. I'm Quinced. <laughs> Just call me Quinced. King Quinces. Okay. They call me. I love Quince. Okay, Quince. Uh, get warm weather ready with Quince. Be a Quince king yourself or Quince queen. Go to quince.com slash roses for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash roses. Yeah, I totally agree. We see uh, Maria still. Oh, Maria sees it um, and Rachel sees it. And they're not happy, and we get a little bit of fun fun lines here. Maria, did they forget I have an axe? <laughs> and yeah. she, she start, she's worried about introducing someone to her family that's not hers. Yeah. Portion five, we get the group date after party, and Joey is looking forward to continuing connection, seeing all your family's clarity. We get one-on-one time with Jen, and she plays some walls here that this has been the hardest week for her. And she talks about um, how her mom doesn't really understand American culture. So she doesn't understand that part of her. I thought this was a really good leading into hometowns mm. kind of setup. And they make out. We see one on one time with Kelsey T. And she's kind of jealous, but. Um, they make out as well. <laughs> we get our first I love that from Kelsey T during this conversation mm. as well. He says they have... Uh, I love that. She's talking about how her dad and her have different ideas about what's best for her and she knows how her heart feels and it feels full when she's... With, she goes, and it feels full when I'm with you. And I love that. Thank you, Kelsey T. Shout out Ari Leondike <laughs> spirit. He is with us. I can't wait to see Leondike play traitors. <laughs> oh my God. If he says I love that, I'm going to explode. He's going to. There will be no stopping me from literally combusting. Unless he's like a night one. I don't think he is. I've I've heard, I've gotten some things that lead me to believe he goes pretty far. Wait, don't. I I, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I know nothing about it. Anyway, Kelsey TITMs that uh, a weight and a level of fear has now left her. She's feeling better, letting him know where she's at. Back with Maria, Rachel, and Jen. They talk about the differences of this group date from the other ones. It means more playoffs are coming. This rose is a ticket to the fucking playoffs. Maria ITMs that she really likes him. Love level one. She sees uh, them together, but she sees these other connections too. We get one-on-one time with Rachel. She says she's 100% comfortable and excited to for him to meet the family. They're going to love him. Maria ITMs that she gets in her head when she's not with him. It's another level of hard. She knows what she signed up for, but it's hitting her hard. She literally fucking issues Lucian protocol, but she's not adhering to it. That's the problem. I she know. She knows what it is. Recognizes it and then goes against it. It is fucking mind-blowing. Watching this shit was very hard for me. So we get this um, 
uh, one-on-one time with Maria here. <sighs> she basically says uh, she's not cut out for this. That's how she opens it. I'm not cut out for this. The playoffs mean so much to me, but I, I haven't introduced anybody to my family that she hasn't started dating. Then we get back to the scene where we open the intro and she says, the reality is you got connections with other women. And he's like, we have a connection too. And you always discredit it. He immediately starts attacking her. Make me stay. He understands she's playing a make me stay. And he's like, no, 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 no. Mm. Not this season. Not against me. Not like this. That's not how it's happening. So he's like, you discredit our connection. She's like, oh, no, no, no. I, I just see you kissing uh, Jen. Mm-hmm. And to you know, meeting my family, knowing that like you have these same feelings with these other women doesn't sit right with her. She's attacking the process. You never do this mm-hmm. for any reason. She says her biggest fear is not ending up with him and it's gotten the best of her and she doesn't know if she can do this anymore. Make me stay, he, she plays here. He says, last week was special to him. And she's like, it was for me too. It changed everything. He says, I didn't expect this from you right now. My biggest fear is that the right person cannot see themselves falling in love with me in this process. That's my biggest fear. You're not doing my biggest fear. She says she can't know that he feels as good with or better with other women. She can't do it anymore. And he's like, well, it seems like you made up your mind. I can't pull you out of it. And he's like, I want you to choose me. He gets it logically, but doesn't get it with his heart. He says, that's a very Fortier line. And he thought they were going somewhere. And he's like, so this is it. Is, is your mind made up? And she's like, yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. He's giving her the out. <laughs> Are you self-eliminating? He's like, apologize right now. And maybe this is salvageable. And she's like, nope, that's it. Stands up and walks away. She played this, make me stay. And he said, no, fuck you. I'm the bachelor. Be gone. And Maria's make me stay was my error, 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 error of the game. Maria's make me stay was also my error, 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 error of the game. So hard to watch. She's played such an unbelievable season. I know. I know. And I just want to say to any players out there thinking of doing a make me stay, if you take nothing from this podcast, please take this. There is a way to play the make me stay. This is not it. This is a botched make me stay. You have to focus a make me stay on telling the lead that you are in fact all in and you understand that they're still exploring relationships with other people, but you need something from them. You need a sign, Mm -hmm. some acknowledgement that they still want you there just as much as everybody else. You get what the process is, but you just got to know that you're at the same level as the other players. That's all. Then you're getting a group date, Rose. That's it. That's how you play and make me stay. That's the only way to do it, in my opinion. Um, Unless you have like superpowers, like a Courtney Robertson or something. It's a risky play because you have to know that they want you to stay. Because if they don't, you're giving them the easy out. Yep. But if you, you, by saying, all I need to know is that I'm on the same level as the other players, you're putting it on the lead. If they say, no, you're not, you won. You're the victim. You're not on the the other level. Well, I was all in for you. Mm. How can you even say that to me? How could you keep me here this long? How could you take me to Jasper? You you have a much better ground to stand on with like a counterattack in that. Here it's it's just like, well, that's the fucking show. You even said in an ITM. I mean, he couldn't have known this, but she said in an ITM, she knows what she signed up for. And now she's like, but I don't like what I signed up for. Well, I sorry, that's what this is. 
That's what this is. It, it's also, it's only going to get harder too. So this is just, it's such bad yeah. first audience play. I really don't think, I really don't see doing it. It's botched. There's very few circumstances where I think a make me stay is a good idea. I agree with you 100%. Maybe it gets you a little more screen time or something. Look, this is my two cents on Maria, her, what she's doing here. This is why I think she did this. I think she's like, fuck, hometowns is like, do I really want to do that? I think she's looking at how do I become bachelorette? I don't think she wants to be with Joey. I think she's now in full gameplay mode mm-hmm. and it's scrambled her, her sense of like when certain things should be done or how to do them a little bit because her, that's what it seems like to me. It seems like she's setting up an elimination, but doesn't want it to be by her own hand. She wants to be able to be victimized in it. And this did not work in my opinion. I also feel like the best make me stays are like, well, I have to quit my job if I'm not back by this time or I'm away yeah. from my kid. It's more yeah. time away from my kid or what, whatever it is. I think if you have a like legitimate 4TRR reason mm-hmm. for it and you want them to give you this, you know, token of their, yeah. their appreciation. But, um, season 17, I don't mean to keep bringing it up, but Tierra Lacazzi successfully played a make me stay that got her a group date, group date rose. Um, and I believe that was based on a kind of what I said, like, I can't, it's hard seeing you with these other women. I need to know that I'm like, at least as important as them. And that was it. And he got and group date rose from Goldini, a Goldini group date rose. You know how many people got one of those? About seven. About seven. <laughs> Portions. Yeah, that's it. She might've gotten two of them too. I don't know. I'm, you know what? No, nah, I'm not going to look. Jesus Christ. Portion six, we get the Northern Lights, <laughs> and we're still in the Make Me Stay by Maria. She is producing Tears, talking to a producer, and we get Joey's biggest fear is someone not seeing it with me, and she's she comes back, and she basically tries to salvage it. Um, oh, this was hard to watch. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't like seeing you with the other women. She put her head on his shoulder. As soon as she came in, it was just like this kind of, (laughs) I'm sorry, like physical body play, if you want to call it that. It was like a chemistry play that had to be like deferential toward him. You know, Mm. it just didn't, it just didn't look like the same Maria. In my opinion, in terms of all the play we've seen leading up to this point, this looked like a different player to me. Yeah, I would have come in just like just as spicy and be like, momentary lapse. I'm good. But like how how else do you do it? <laughs> I mean, she tries to do that. Yeah, I think you gotta come in with stronger tier play. You have to come in immediately, I think, hardcore tier playing and yeah. just be like, I am so sorry. This I thought about life without you and it kills me or something like that. And you blame it on the process. You say, like, this process has got me like I'm not normally like this outside of this. This experience is absolutely insane, but you know what? In this moment right now, I realize like I'm here. I am here for the right reasons. The only reason you, and I'll go through this a hundred times if I have to, because you're worth it. And I'm so sorry. You say something like that. It devolves even worse. She tries to do the, uh, I'm not going to kiss you tonight because I saw you kissing oh. thing. And I'm like, oh God. And then she immediately goes back on it. Ugh. Oh, Oh, it was so hard. Derailing. I I really did not. It was very, very rough. Um, He says you're all over the place, woman. And I agree. Yeah. And you know what? 
if you were in contention for Bachelorette, she may still be. Who knows what, you know, how this is all going to shake out. But I think she still is. I, I mean, sh- her or Daisy. That's that's hard to be a Bachelorette with a play like this, I think. They're the they're the fan favorites, clearly, in terms of Instagram numbers. But fan favorites is like, you know, look, I will say this. A season with her as Bachelorette, I do think, is probably your highest rated season of your current choices for Bachelorette. Because I think people be like, what in the fuck is this going to be like? Yeah, that's what I worry about is they might think it's too chaotic. It'd be a great season. It would be very chaotic, but it would be a great season of television. I mean, you've got some strong game players here, but we're in this era now of reality TV that it's like, it's not really about the game you're playing. It's like, are you a fucking reality star or not? That's like, we're watching traders. All Most people are at this point. Most people. I don't care who wins the game. I don't care if the traders win or the faithful win. I don't give a fuck. No, I don't even understand how you can win the game. <laughs> I'm not following how Same. you win the game. <laughs> Same. I don't even know what the fucking rules are, but half the time they pull out a challenge and I'm just like, huh? I don't I don't give a shit. I'm just like, wait, they're adding more traders over and over? How are they supposed to get them all out? They- <laughs> I, I have no idea. I have no idea how the game even works. You're right. And how do you win the money? <laughs> It's it's like what I'm watching is who's the biggest reality star and they're fighting with the skills they learned in these other reality franchises. So you're seeing Bachelor go head to head with a housewife Below or something. Deck. It's just fascinating. And oh, you're like, yeah. if you if you really look at like this season of Bachelor, who do you want to see from this season on Traders the most? Maria. Maria. She's the star. She's the reality star. Yeah. And so do you try to make it seem still for TRR and like, we're going to get the person who deserves it. Or do you get the biggest reality star you have from this season as your next bachelorette? It would be a better idea to go on traders than be the bachelorette. Um, I don't know about that. Bachelorette's swinging back up. Those numbers are coming up, baby. This next season of bachelorette is going to be fucking huge. Whoever it is guaranteed. We could see some Hannah Brown type numbers. I think again, you know, who was giving Hannah Brown this episode? Hmm. Kelsey. Yeah. We see they make out and Joey is like, well, maybe what Maria is saying is actually more for TRR than what the other people are saying. Yeah. Love level three. <laughs> <laughs> he's all over the place. <laughs> he's he's completely scrambled up. He yeah. doesn't know. Scrambled eggs. Uh, and we see Joey and the gals. He says, you're all so special. Um, no group date rose, though. Just hugs. Oh, Try to subside on just hugs. Now, this no group date rose is a producer decision. It is for narrative purposes only. Joey had nothing to do with this. Um, and that's simply how it is. I yeah, I think it's they need they want the rose ceremony to have as much drama as possible. Mm-hmm. We see um everyone's not happy. We start the next portion. We see some deer. We see Joey wandering the street, pondering, and we start this one-on-one with Kelsey A. And no hooju. It's a when in Rome. We see they go by a bear statue, an homage to my creature of the week. Nice. Important. Yeah. And then they try on bucket hats, and I lose my mind. <laughs> I'm going to do a wardrobe change in honor. 
What are you doing? Of the first bucket hat in our beloved game. I'm doing a wardrobe change. I'm taking off my gore bucket hat and I'm putting on my giant Ryan Sutter bucket hat from season oh, one. Gosh. It fits all the way over my um my entire headphones. That is a big bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered it on this this website. That's a splasher. Called Odd Job uh, that makes hats in Santa Monica, I guess. And I didn't look at the size. I just clicked on whatever it was thinking like how many bucket hat sizes can there be? Yeah, that's apparent. The size of this one is literally, I'm going to show it to you, the name of the size. Can you read that? (laughs) (laughs) Big melon. (laughs) Big melon. Yeah, that's the size of this. So if you need it. That is a big melon. I mean, can a head be that big? If you need a bucket hat, yeah. It looks like a helmet. I guess so. two times the size of your head. Jesse Palmer's head is, is probably wears a big melon. You should just put the gore hat on under it. Maybe that'll... Even it out. Because you don't want it flying off. You still want it <laughs> holding on to something. All right. I'm wearing two bucket hats. Maybe you should get a little straight. Yeah, I have a third bucket hat. I think there's nothing that makes me look stupider than when I put a little string from a hat underneath my chin. Yeah. Right, look, I also have a... Oh, my God. How many bucket hats do you have? This is lunacy. Golden bash. You don't need to know that information. You just need to know about these three. I feel like you're only buying them for Bachelor, so I'm concerned. <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea. I'm lifestyle bucket hat. Uh, the gore hat budget is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> must be big. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right. Oh, we God. get on this one-on-one B here. Kelsey A win in Rome. They put on the bucket hats. And uh, once again, Ryan Sutter, thank you for your service. Kelsey A ITMs that he makes her feel special and seen. They come to a hot cocoa vendor and he asked Kelsey when was the last time she had hot cocoa and she says yesterday even that that little moment I agree with you that bit it's so funny and so fucking cute and in another season that's not in the show it's on the cutting room floor I 100% agree with you on that for a fucking bug like it's leave funny. this in this is it it's funny it's not a perfect date yes know? just real you make us see like why they are real funny people when when just that's all it takes this one thing just these little funny moments whoever's cutting this season or whatever producers in charge of finding the what do you call them the little stupid moments last season with him and <laughs> lexi yeah it's it is that they're right it's it is the special dumb little moments more of those please they're so good you know what that reminds me of is um in the curse when Dougie says, you know, you show them one of your little flaws so that they don't see the big lie. <laughs> yeah. Have you finished that, by the way? We're on. We just did episode seven. So we have two more. OK, let me know. We got to discuss that. I am so excited to discuss it. It is a wild show. I agree. Very insane. Uh, Joey and Kelsey seem to get drunk and play pool. Mm hmm. Kelsey is making face play after face play. I'm sorry she didn't get my face play of the game, but she had my mm-hmm. three other runner ups. <laughs> yeah, she did get mine a little bit later, but I took pictures of this as well as they were playing pool. And uh, then uh, she ITMs she, that she wants to get a hometown, but she knows there's five other players still. And then we meet Paul Hardy. His Chiron reads a typical Canadian. He introduces himself to them at the bar just to tell them about a local Jasper event called the Polar Bear Plunge, which we've seen that before, hmm. I think, right? W- what season was that? Oh, 17. <laughs> it was season 17. It's just done so well here. This is how you do the legacy thing. They're doing it exactly right here. It's not 
look at Sean Lowe eating turkey sandwiches. It's remember this kind of, that's all you need. You just kind of like remember harken this back. Kind of. Yeah. You just harken back. You're like, oh, didn't somebody else drink goat milk? That's all you want it to trigger in the brain. Because mm. then it's like, I've been watching the show for a long time and it's still good. You're forming a new memory. It's making your brain think. New memory of something that was old and good. Like replay the old hits and they're doing it here. It's great. I thought. I also think a polar bear plunge is an amazing date for Bachelor because it automatically puts you into this stressful situation that you can come out of together and you're basically naked and go in a nice sauna yep. and feel relief, yeah. which you've told me is a more powerful emotion than love. <laughs> I mean, it is. For some of us. <laughs> Grazie ITM's having cold bones with little meat on them. Who's is wearing three bucket hats right now? I don't know if we've addressed this audio. <laughs> There's a bear in the forest. It's like that. And then we cut to a sign that reads 100 turtle book. Yertle the turtle. Jasper Polar Bear Plunge Palooza. And it's being covered by Devo Brown, who has 33.6K Instagram followers. He's doing a news report for BT in the bottom left corner, which stands for Breakfast Television, a Canadian morning show with 164,000 followers on Instagram. Uh, and they've even got some graphics on the bottom of the screen that read the temperature is zero degrees Celsius. That's freezing. We see Grazi and Kelsey emerge in robes with a gang of other plungers i love this it seemed like the town event yeah they got a bunch of other people to be wearing cowboy hats and pineapple heads and cop hats and top hats and all kinds of stuff and ultimate viking hats grazie and kelsey get the ultimate honor again this is the legacy thing you don't have clayton eckard come out and introduce the date and like do it with them you just have them wear a viking hat hint of viking and it's like dude don't i remember somebody wearing a viking hat wait isn't someone the ultimate viking screaming let's go the ultimate viking yeah that's all you need just a little little poke at it it's great i'm in love and i feel so good you just want something like that to just pop in your mind you're like where did that come from <laughs> uh we see uh, them run in the water with all these people. They're cold, but they make out, love it. They get that shot. And I think having all the people around them also pressures them to kiss a lot too and stay in longer, which I think is good. Mm. And they go into the sauna for the shot that they've they've shown a bunch of times. It's a, like, kind of a nice shot where they're sitting in this like circular window. Mm-hmm. And he's hoping for deeper conversations tonight, but the chemistry play is amazing. Yeah, they're getting the chemistry at it for sure. And then we get another casting thing. Age is just a number, but love can be forever. Sign up to be on the first season of The Golden Bachelorette. Back at the house, Jen and Daisy are discussing hometowns. Uh, Maria is drinking a Bloody Maria. And she's basically talking about how she had a hard conversation with him and that she was contemplating leaving. We see her produce tears again, which is good. She's got, she's getting her groove back. Yeah, yeah, she did. She had it back, I agree, but it still was just... I know. We'll get to it. We'll get to the rose ceremony. Uh, 101B, we get this night portion. They go to this restaurant in this little cabin. She ITMs, this is uh, Kelsey A, ITMs that her emotions are serious and real. And tonight, we'll show. If he wants to take... The next step with her, a.k.a. will I make it to the playoffs? We get that one on one time. She says the polar bear plunge exceeded her expectations. She's having a lot of fun. She says it was scary, but telling him that she's starting to fall for him is even scarier. She didn't expect to feel 
this way through the process. She's on a high. That's exciting. She says, you have four siblings, or he says, sorry, you have four siblings and your dad. Uh, who would I be meeting? She hopes he could meet everyone. Her dad's definitely going to be there. All of her sibs have distinct personalities, but she's the closest with her little brother, Mateo. The dad was positive about this experience. And Kelsey ITMs that she wasn't close with her dad um, because he worked a lot. But when her mom passed away from cancer, he was there for the family. She tells Grazi that her dad is her favorite guy. She leans on him for everything. Tears. Uh, she don't say I'm crying. She simply <laughs> produces tears that receive a wet thumb from Grazi, making this mm, rehit of her foreplay. PTC my... Play, 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 play of the game. Anytime you're getting somebody to wet thumb you, Grazi especially, you're doing it right, in my opinion. And um, she continues to just lay on this play. She -hmm. says she can't imagine being in that situation, losing... uh, your wife and creating these characters that you would see yes. in a hometown, Mateo, the dad. Yes. By name, mentioning them saying how the dad was there for her and her siblings, even though his wife had just died. And Grazi says how you handle a situation like that. says so much about your character. He stepped up for all you. That's a special relationship. I would probably only talk about your family members that way. My, my brother, Mateo or my dad, yeah. blah, like to just yeah. keep solidifying it and they can't even cut it out. Absolutely. Totally agree. Um, Grazi here says that he wants to meet uh, her dad. And she asks him what his dad's outlook is on all this. And he says, he's always my biggest fan. Just wants me to be myself. Kelsey says that her biggest fear is the same biggest fear. Mm, Mirror biggest fear. And to punctuate her biggest fear, Kelsey A rolls her head back and opens her eyes to full aperture and commits my face play of the game oh that's gorgeous that aperture that's almost a hundred percent yeah it's just a beautiful aperture with a slightly open mouth and to do this to somebody like grazi you have to imagine he's looking into her eyes we know he's a a very consummate gaze player and then she delivers that look straight to your eyes that's almost like a hypno beam she got him she got them, period. Got them. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I, I saw that in... Um body problem Mm. one year ago they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid based ingredients this means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums as there is no need for water preservatives or emulsifiers the first formulation made with this technology is plant-based anti-wrinkle uh it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days you just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds and over the seven day program it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by get this 19.4 percent a very precise percentage in fact Mm. 
They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. Sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura Frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabooli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. It's the next best thing to, to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things and I need an easy install. And oh. this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor viewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, my mm. favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want a wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. <laughs> Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. I mean, this is also the perfect mirror PTC play. Yes. Because we're hearing about it all season from Joey. We're getting that mm-hmm. it's a 4TRR one. And then if she's not the ring winner, if she is the runner-up, ultimate victimization. Ultimate. Absolutely. Worst fear came true. And it all started at this eye play. Not really, but I love this eye play. Um, Grazi then says, confidently, the only way he's ever going to be able to get down on 1D is if he has zero doubts. She says she only wants engagement and marriage once. And Grazi ITMs that she's strong, smart, brave. 
She knows what she wants. He picks up that one-on-one BR. That's a one-on-one B rose. Gives it to her. Zero pointer. Kelsey ITM is being excited about the hometown rose. She acknowledges that this is a different kind of rose. It's a playoff rose. We get a kiss. They walk outside. They kiss up against a tree and Grazi ITMs that he felt for the first time. How much she likes him. Level of a one. There is something to grow and flourish. He feels how much love she has to give. That's a loaded love level four. Reversed. A loaded perceived love level four. I don't think with this counts. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it seems magical. And they kiss as this deer just walks up and delivers a full eye aperture, terrifying gaze right into the fourth audience. This deer that we panned out from them making out to see that it's right there, I thought was going to be your creature. Yeah, it's like two feet away. Now, a horse is going to get it every time simply for what it represents to the game. Mm-hmm. It is, it's just too important. And I have a horse from Villa de la Vina. Portion nine begins mm. the night. Wolves are howling and we see a deer scarfing some grass loudly. Tense music. Joey's putting on his ties. He's talking about how nervous he is. We see all the women are coming in the night. Jennifer ITM's fear after Love Love Link 3. Speaking of the mansion, we got to talk about the reader behavior that was posted on Instagram. Maybe we'll do it in Twibbon. What was it? Little Nikki. Okay. I'm not even sure I know what you're talking about. Little Nikki. Gabby L. Nikki. Oh, what was it? Please tell me. Should I look at it now? Where is it? Um, Texts. Is it on just her Instagram? Wait. Yes, you can bring books. I now... This is on her Instagram page, I guess? Oh, yes. This is Gabby L. Nikki's Instagram page. Is that right? Instagram story. Instagram story. It's a picture of, I guess, is that her? Like, you can only see one of her eyes, and there's big text bricks all over it. Mm -hmm. And it reads, yes, you can bring books. I now laugh at the fact that there was a rumor that I brought the book How to Win the Bachelor and was caught reading it. I didn't, for the record, but another girl did find the book in the closet. What? We thought it was funny. Someone would bring that and then handed it over to a producer. But I remember being so upset that someone started that rumor about me because I knew how untrue it was. Interesting. Maybe it was a setup. Maybe it wasn't. But it was the one time the cameras weren't rolling, and I wish they were, so people would have been able, wouldn't have been able to spread those lies. Holy shit! And if you were the girl on my season who brought the book, can you please come forward? Thanks. Fascinating. <gasps> so she didn't bring it. Very interesting. That was the rumor we heard. She didn't bring it, and is calling for the person who brought it to come forward. Yes. So it's at least acknowledged. Also, why is this happening now? It's interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Very interesting indeed. But yeah, so she's acknowledging she found the book in the closet. Yeah, absolutely. But didn't read it. But didn't read it. So no reader behavior. Correct. Well, she was a good player nonetheless. Yeah. Um, the women approach. Fooled me. We get, uh, yeah, fooled me as well. Maria ITM's having emotions all over the place on their group date. And she reminds us of her botched make me stay. And she knows she's got to prove to him that she wants to see it through. We then get the cocktail party. There's girl chat. Rachel says she's nervous. And tonight is vital to speak your truth. Kelsey T says she wants to go to hometowns. She's only brought one other person home ever. Jen says going home would be devastating. Maria says the rose math is crazy. And we'll see how things play out. We know that this is going to be a a make or break for a lot of these players. And then, of course, DLP comes in and says, Grazi said there is no. Big Ram's head on the wall, too. No cocktail party. You see that? I don't know if I did or not. Maybe statue. Huh. Interesting. interesting. Well, DLP 
tells them all Grazi's not coming uh, beneath his animal head. And Kelsey TITMs, it hurts. DLP gives him all a moment to collect themselves. He'll see everyone at the rose ceremony. And this, too, is producers making this decision to really ramp up the, oh, shit, they're not going to get to talk. But then they undermine it because they give Maria a, a personal thing. So I'm sure they told him, like, we, we only want to film him talking to Maria <laughs> or something. Or, or maybe they were just like, look, dude, we need to like up the ante on the drama here. So we're going to do no rose ceremony. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but I need to talk to Maria. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll let you talk to her right before the rose ceremony. Great. I think that's probably how that it sounds right. Yeah. I'm not positive, but probably uh, Maria ITMs. Then I mean, I feel like they probably tell them they're like, we don't have time to shoot the cocktail party. I bet they blame production for so many of the things that they do that might not be production related. So you think they're all acting then in that scene when, when DLP comes out and is like, Joey wants to not do the cocktail party. No, no, I meant producers, but you're saying that they say that I meant third audience. Oh, to the lead. To the lead, to the players. That's what I'm saying. You think in that room when DLP comes in and says there's no cocktail party, mm-hmm. you think the producers have already told them it's because we don't have time to shoot it. Just act like Joey is doing this. Oh, hmm. Okay, so maybe, yeah, they only tell Joey. Yeah, I don't think they ever tell players that stuff. Um, nonetheless, we see two roses on the pedestal. Daisy and Kelsey A each have rose in hand. They're all holding hands and we get this little beautiful moment between Jen and Maria mm. where Jen goes... I love you. And Maria goes, I love you too. This is a very 4TR, love level four sisterhood play. And this is what I like. Cute. I love This it. is what I like. It was so cute. It's a sisterhood. Because it truly is. Being a player on this game is brotherhood and sisterhood of all these people who have come through this weird experience. And it has morphed over the years to be able to make you an influencer, to be able to make you an actor, a podcast. All this weird shit has come out of it. You might end up having a bachelor podcast with three hats on your head at once. <laughs> weird things have happened from this franchise. I was never in the game, though. I'm just saying, like, I truly view like people who have played this game to have done one of the most interesting things that that like you could do in modern entertainment. Um, I truly feel that. And so for me, it's like interesting to see that for, I think in that moment is some little acknowledgement of it between them, you know, like we've, we've gone through this together, this strange crucible. That's also a reality show that may get us Instagram followers. Maybe we would have, one of us married this guy, you know, it's like so weird. I mean, look, I can never know what's for TR and what's not, you know, it can be a play. Exactly. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. That's the beauty of the game. Everything in this game exists from uh, 100% 4TRR to 100% 4TWR. All of it almost is is in between. And trying to figure that out to me is like the most fun. That's why I love this game more than anything else. You don't know what's real. That's why The Bachelor is the real traitors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why Bachelors go into traitors and just fuck people up. Because it's like, I know exactly who's lying. That's all I do. My whole job in the other show was figuring out who's lying. <laughs> it's great uh joey pulls maria from the rose ceremony and rachel oh rachel says here what the f i thought there was no time for a cocktail party she is always counting time and dates she is a very astute student of this game absolutely we see this conversation in the next portion between maria and joey and they love level one each other 
he's just like, I need to know that you want to be here. She's like, I do. Yeah. And she even ends this thing by being like, yeah, I want to be there and I want to prove to you that uh, I don't want to run. And yeah, she just ends it with that. This to me was like, I don't know if it was cut to shit. Maybe we didn't see it all. I don't think we did, but it was weird. Yeah, it it was did not weird. feel like a, a good uh, apology or a good like reaffirmation of your 4TRRness to me. I also don't think Maria should ever be using the word running. You're just like calling attention to it. Yes, I agree. Uh, never use the word you don't want them to think about. We then see the rose ceremony and Rachel gets that first flower. Maria gets the second. And we say goodbye to Kelsey, T, and Jen. No dark toucher. I am so sorry. Please, Tamsig. We savored your suffering. Uh, yeah, there was an uh, official Tamsig here. We did not get a dark touch tonight for the final rose. And uh, yeah, we see Kelsey T calls him Joey Joe as she hugs him and thanks him. And she walks out into the night into a waiting car. The exit speech is nothing. She gets a lot of screen time here for nothing. Silence. Powerful. Uh, Jen then hugs and thanks him. And she gets a little uh, exit speech. I know we would have been amazing and so happy together. And I'm tired of this. I know what I have to offer. I know I'm the amazing woman that I am. And somebody else will be happy to be my person. I just hope that I find someone as special as him one day. This is uh, not quite bacheloretty felt a little more bachelor in paradise to me i feel like it was trying to kind of a little bit hit the unlovable ben higgins a little bit like i mm. wasn't enough but she's you know looking to the future i think it's just it covers both all right fair grazi says they all deserve to be there and uh this is a big rose it means playoffs he can't wait to see what comes next and they cheers to hometown and then we get a next week on the bachelor kisses niagara falls huge steps dads hugs uh, he wants to be parts of these families. We get some more horses, familial help for Daisy. Maria has never brought anyone home. Dad is not going to make it easy. Maria uh, is an Adams family scenario. It looks like the dad attacks are coming in hot. There's a mom attack that comes in. It's a non-traditional journey. Blessings are asked for. Let's go. And we get tears from Rachel. No tag. And that is it. Um, the Adams family of Maria, the father's face in the window. Yes. Obsessed. He is coming hard now. Is that reader behavior? We do have a chapter in our book that talks about the Adams Family strategy and how to employ it. You think that guy's a reader? I don't know. We, there's video of him watching traders. He's way into that. Oh, I do think Maria is doing absolute uh, reader behavior. Did you see her parasocial play about her dad watching traders? No. There's a parasocial play she did that her dad is like watching traders with Pilot Pete on it. And there's, you know, it has a little caption to that end. I'm like, is it reader? I mean, they're watching these other games. It's a good way to get on traders. Yep. That's what I'd be going for, not Dancing with the Stars. I bet they'll give Joey Dancing with the Stars. I would be going for Bachelorette still. I would be going for Bachelorette because Bachelor Traders is going to be there. Then you can do both. Right. Yes. Get your Bachelorette, get your Dancing with the Stars, get your Traders. Collect them all. She could maybe House of Villains it even. Uh, yeah. That's a five-year, six-year run through reality TV. What a season we're having. I'm just so grateful. As am I. I feel great when I finish every episode, which I don't haven't felt in a long time. Same. I am looking forward to the episodes. I am happy while watching the episodes. I am happy while discussing the episodes. And I think about the episodes uh, all week long. Mm -hmm. And I'm making a special video. What? 
I'm making a special video. Okay, that's all you're going to say? Okay. It'll be done when the season ends. I can say that much. Okay. But I may not yet have all the footage I need. You literally look like you're wearing a tinfoil hat right now. <laughs> it's gold. That's my golden bachelor. Gold. Um, my golden bachelor bucket crown. All right. I look forward to your video, whatever it may be. Yeah. I think it will be very fun. I'm having a lot of fun making it <laughs> right now. <laughs> You've produced so many images and videos that have really amazed my eyes before. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I think you'll be very happy to see this one. Okay. It'll be out, like I said. I'll try and have it out actually the morning after the finale. I want you to do what you did for Blake Moines for Maria. Oh, make like a Maria as Bachelorette? Maria as Bachelorette. What would be, what's the catchphrase of that? It's got to be something, like what I picture is like Katy Perry, like sprinkles, they play up the candy factory, mm. like it's, she's not all. She's got a sweet tooth or something like that. Sweet, or she's like, I feel like they'll play her up as like feisty, feisty candy right. lady. Feisty <laughs> candy lady, that's what it'll be, bachelorette. Feisty candy Look, lady. I don't have the log line yet. Um... Hmm. That's the the best like, part. What else? That Moines what one else I thought was do? like I did that right. I don't know because I don't really also know how she goes out of the game. I think that's going to be a right. kind of crucial part to her. If she were to be bachelorette, whatever her bachelorette persona will be, will be linked to her elimination. It's running. Yeah, she's got to stop running. Yeah, got to stop running. How old is she? Is there anything to be done with the age thing that she did with Medina? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. No. Doesn't work. I don't know. I'll I'll think of it. I'll try and and uh, meet that goal though. I think the hometown is gonna make it clear what it should be. I do too. Um, but I do want to see it anyway. Maybe it's like her dad is in the poster. Maybe it's her and her dad, and the dad's in the background, and it's like that's what it is. To get to her, you gotta get through him. He <laughs> is in the mansion the whole time. <laughs> that's what it is. He's just peeking around the corner. There's like a little he's wall just, and, his, and you just see yeah. him peeking around the corner. He's just watching traitors in the living room in his <laughs> underwear. Like every fucking time you come into that mansion, <laughs> smoking a cigar. You've seen this show. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he's got to be. I do not want to see this man without a cigar. They better not show us a scene without, yeah. without one. No, he's going to be a, a great dad. It looks like we just have. Great parental play coming up again an an all-time hometowns like this whole season just it never disappoints every episode is so fucking good and these hometowns look like they are going to be absolutely wild and we're, we might even get an actual blessing which we haven't gotten in a while yeah i can't wait i like that i like the blessings i like the glows i like the blessings the blessings should be something you you ha kind of have to ask for i think okay so if maria's family is going to add on its family what do you think it'll be what is he going to do? I think it's going to be like, I got friends in the entertainment business. I know how fake all this shit is. I think it's going to be that. I think he's going to attack the process. Attack the process? Yeah. I guess as long as she's defending the process, it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, we saw a little bit of what that dad attack is going to be. He's also said something like, uh, if my little girl gets hurt. Playboy. <laughs> you're going to have problems. Like he was going to kick the shit out of Grazi. Mm. Nice. I don't know. Could be that. Some kind of playboy. You should just do that. Yeah. I think you're a playboy. 
I'm, I'm the furthest thing from a playboy you're ever going to meet. And he's starting to get kind of mad when he says it. He, oh, he maybe he makes him do a staring contest. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. There's one way I can tell if you're telling me the truth. Not, I need you to look me in the eye and the dad doesn't realize like what he's saying. And then Grazi just goes full eye aperture and fucking lasers just right into the dad's eyes. Fucking melts his brain. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> can't wait to watch one of these things happen. The dad comes out. He's like, Maria, he's the best guy you've ever dated. I give my full consent and blessing. You're glowing, honey. Ha <laughs> 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 now where is traitors is there a new episode out yet thank you don't wake joey <laughs> yeah i love tennis he i love that yeah that'd be pretty cool um who's your MVP? anyways <laughs> <laughs> for her what i thought was another flawless one-on-one uh re-hitting her ptc in a way that that brought it home in the week right before hometowns and for her face play this week, uh, Kelsey A was my MMMMMVP. How about you? For all of these reasons and her chemistry play in the polar bear plunge, Kelsey was also my. M M M M V P Perfectly played. If you're looking just at this episode of Who's the Next Crown, you would think Kelsey A or Daisy. Yes, I agree. Or maybe Maria. That's just mm. if you're looking to get ratings, you get it to Maria. If you're looking to get ratings, you do Maria. Yes, exactly. Just do it. If you're looking to just kind of come on, just do it. Keep it going as we, you know, think it might be whatever. You want to keep it going. <laughs> I mean, it's like Joey is a good example of somebody who who is for TR seemingly, mm -hmm. but he's also kind of got that. There's a little not edge to him, but there's a little something to him. You know, he's got some juice. Little edge. Is there? When he's riding that motorcycle, do you get edge from that? Let's just be real. Let's be real. I mean, he, keep him off the motorcycle, I would say, but... I agree. Keep him on I the agree. tennis court and keep him flirting <laughs> with Maria. Yeah. We learned that that's not even him on the motorcycle. It's just like a stunt double wearing a mask. At any rate, I'm just saying Maria is... Again, Joey is like a very good bachelor. Is he a reality star? I don't think so. Maria mm. is a reality star. Yeah. And I don't know... You've had a couple of these people, I think in the game who have come through Corinne Olympios is a reality star. Caitlin Bristow is a fucking reality star. You know what? You know who I'll say isn't Nick Vial. I don't think he's a reality star. I think he's a, an extremely good player of the bachelor. Well, that sounds like if he's not a reality star, how can he be the goat? Cause he played the bachelor. Kate, you just said it. Caitlin Bristow is a reality star. Yeah, I'm not looking outside of of the Bachelor. I'm simply in terms of saying who's the best Bachelor player, it's him. But who's the best reality star of um all of it? I mean, fuck, it's oh god damn, Madison Pruitt maybe. I consider like parasocial shit as uh, that she does anyway to be reality TV too. She's preaching in big mega churches and shit. That's reality TV. I know that you're watching every single. <laughs> Sorry. Output. It's, it's my own personal reality TV show. <laughs> like, the Madison for Pruitt everyone, show. she is yeah. must see TV. 
I'm like, she's not even on a show. How is she a reality star? (laughs) (laughs) I meant like the shows that they get played in the churches she does. To me, that's like she's making a little show, you know? Anyway. um, (laughs) Through performance, whatever. Through private performances for a church. Uh, uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll be back with Twibbin later this week, and we'll, I'm sure, be discussing this parasocial play that Clues reacted to live. Yeah, um, that'll be very interesting. Yeah, it's curious. It's interesting that that narrative is still like twisting around out there somehow. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, she has admitted, at least in that, that she did not read the book. She simply found it. Yeah. And that's that. Finder behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Find your behavior from El Nikki. But thank you, yes, sincerely, everybody, for joining us. This season has really just been so good, and I feel so excited about all the reality TV that's happening right now, uh, especially Traders. Um, but everything, Love is Blind is going wild right now. We're going to have Perfect Match Season 2 coming out soon. I think there's another Ultimatum coming out soon. We're gonna. I'm going to be getting into Traders Season 1. Queer Ultimatum? or I'm hoping. I'm hoping. But, you know, who knows uh, with Kinetic. Anyways, thank you everyone for joining us. And before we go, as always, what is that drawback? It's been 8,010 days without an Asian bachelor. Praise be Dark Lord Palmer. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then 